Welcome to KBJR6 Presents Beyond the Headlines. I'm Dan Wolf. Anchoring KBJR6 newscast every night is without a doubt the best way to give Northlanders the information they need to get through their day. But it's also important to investigate certain stories in more detail than a daily newscast allows. That's why once a week I sit down with local leaders and officials to talk about the issues you are concerned about. From politics to current events, I'm here to break down the issues facing Northlanders. This is Beyond the Headlines. Welcome to Beyond the Headlines. I'm Bonnie Bowman in for Dan Wolf. Over the next two weeks, we're sitting down with candidates running for Duluth City Council. Voters will narrow them down during the primary election on August 13th. Three candidates are joining us today to tell us who they are and why they are running. We begin this morning with Janet Kennedy. She's running for the 5th District City Council seat, currently held by outgoing councillor Jay Fosley. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me here. So tell me a little bit about who you are and why you're running for council. So my name is Janet Kennedy and I'm running for the District 5 City Council and I'm really excited to uh, bring together the neighborhoods and build a Western Duluth community where we have places for everyone to live, work and play. I'm really excited to be running and I just want to clarify that I do not have a primary and I'm excited to be running through and knocking on doors and meeting neighbors up until the general election November 5th. So you're running unopposed then for this seat? There is another candidate running. So not unopposed, but there is not a primary election. Okay, and so this is your third time uh, running for council. So what keeps you coming back? So this is my third time running. I ran in 2015 uh, in District 5 and then in 2017 at large. And what that brings to me is the ability to understand um, the community and having some really good conversations across our city. Um, going back to District 5 right now, it really feels like I'm at home. I'm rooted in Western Duluth. I grew up there and raised my kids there, and now I'm taking care of my elderly mom who has dementia, and so I'm excited to be back to my home place on the west side. What do you see as some of the biggest issues that are facing the community? So for Western Duluth, you know, we have some really unique neighborhoods, and um, I want to make sure we're building on those unique assets. We have a community of neighborhoods, and it's really important that the voices are moved forward and that when we uh, do some community development, it's community-centered. And so we want to make sure we're building jobs back and bringing jobs back to Western Duluth. We had back in the day when I grew up, we had some great uh, living wage jobs, diamond tool and the steel plant. We can be that place again where we have economic development that fits the community. How do you actually do that, though? Do you have a plan to actively bring jobs back to that area? Yeah, the first thing is really talking to the community and making sure it's community-centered. Um, a lot of the work I'm doing right now, I'm rebuilding a nonprofit, the Riverfront uh, Community Development, and we've been doing uh, business and community uh, collaborations around how we're building investments around our, our job opportunities out there. Um, really talking and going out and being a leader and building action on how are we bringing those jobs in? So talking to other big businesses and supporting our small businesses that have uh, created good economic investment in the Lincoln Park as well as Western Duluth. And you said you wanted it to be community-centered. So is that something you feel has not been a focus uh, in past issues? I think it's really tough. You know, some of the, the mayor has done the city in the cities. Um, and so that is, that's a beginning but it's about really having a leadership like myself that goes into the communities such as Norton Park, Morgan Park, Bayview Heights, Fond du Lac, West Duluth Spirit Valley, 
and all the other neighborhoods out in Western Duluth and having those conversations. There's strong community groups that are doing great work on the, out in all those neighborhoods, and I want to be able to enhance that for them as their leader. What do you think are some issues that are, or some things that are going well in the city that you see are positives? Yeah, so our city has had some uh, great developments, uh, small business growth in some areas of our community. I just want to be sure Western Duluth has those same opportunities to build that economic development. We also still face the health disparities and food insecurity in some of our neighborhoods, 55808 and 55810. And so we need to make sure we're building uh, some opportunities for people to have healthy food. We have a lot of great areas where we could do healthy activities as far as our parks um, and then building um, some infrastructure for youth again so they have places to go. You know, Western Duluth is a really great place to live, work, and play. You know, I want to build those vibrant neighborhoods um, and make sure that we have connect connectivity with our transportation. Not just being able to have uh, great streets, but safety on our roads. There's a lot of different topics. Speaking of roads in particular, I know that's an issue that a lot of people are frustrated about in the community. So how would you approach fixing some of the roads in that neighborhood? Well, we definitely have a, a stream that's going to be um, able to be a little more proactive as far as the half a percent uh, tax that's coming through. But there's other things that we need to work on. There's a lot of uh, connectivity that we need to build as far as people who maybe don't drive cars. We have sections in our town, such as like the Kmart area, you know, a lot of people are, are using that area, which is unsafe. You know, a lot of people is like, is it a street? Is it a road? Is it a parking lot? Is it, where are the sidewalks? I see people in their wheelchairs and people living with disabilities and moms uh, with their strollers getting down to Super One. So transportation is, is about more than cars. It's uh, active transportation, but also about safety in those core areas in our neighborhoods. What do you think in your experience working and living in the community will help you be successful as a city councilor? So what's going to help me be successful is having run uh, quite a few times. People know my name, people um, and the work that I've done in the community, you know, serving on the planning commission and understanding development neighborhoods, working on the vision committee, Imagine Duluth 2035, working on housing, transportation, economic development, and then our, and our energy. And so I have a strong understanding uh, serving as the president of the Planning Commission and being there for four years and understanding how development works and how it works differently for neighborhoods. And before we go, uh, what's one thing you would want voters to know about you as they head to the polls? So I'm really excited about living in Western Duluth, raising my kids there. You know, our, our family has served the community. I had an, uh, my uncle who served in, in Vietnam. My dad served in Korea. I currently have my um, oldest grandson uh, becoming a, uh, a leader, and he's in boot camp at, in, uh, in Georgia. And so my mom has taught me to serve our community. And so it's sort of a, a tradition. Um, it really, for us, you know, coming from a place of being poor, giving back to your community is so important to us. And I look forward to giving back to my community, and I hope people will vote for me November 5th, the general election. Okay, Janet Kennedy, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We'll join now by Teresa O'Halloran-Johnson, who is running for the 3rd District City Council seat currently held by M. Westerlund, who is not seeking re-election. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. So tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're running for council. So I uh, live and work in the 3rd District. I work as a social worker in St. Louis County, and I support children with intellectual disabilities, and I've worked in the disability field most of my adult life. 
Um, here in Duluth, I have been engaged in the community in several different opportunities. Um, I was on the Clayton Jackson McGee board. I was their secretary for a while. I have worked with Hillfest ever since it started almost. Um, I really like our community and the variety of communities that we have in the third district. I love living there. I, I think it's a fantastic district and so I just felt like I could be somebody who could help uh, maintain and encourage the vibrant district that it is. And this is your first time running for a city council seat. So what were some of the issues that drove you to get involved? Um, you know, I think uh, really big concerns, which are the same across the city, and, and so they include housing, safe, affordable housing at all income levels. I hear that out on the doors a lot. Um, and by that, I mean you know, for folks who are working hourly wage below $15 an hour, it's very difficult. They're paying the lion's share of their income into housing that is often substandard. Um, and I think there are, we have good regulations on the books, but we are challenged to actually enforce them across the board. Uh, having a negative impact on the people living, but also on the other homeowners who are taking care of their properties. Um, so housing, 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 um, I think that's really, really important. The other thing that is really important to me is that our streets are safe and accessible for everyone, not just cars. Um, so uh, having worked in the world of disability services and having uh, people in my family who have mobility challenges, I'm often frustrated that we build sidewalks and curb cuts and public transportation that is designed more around people with uh, no mobility challenges. So I, I really think it's important that we design our sidewalks and our streets for people in wheelchairs, people pushing strollers. Um, those are, that's really critical to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's dangerous. We're, we're really just one accident away in the city from something really awful happening. Um, I've seen people in wheelchairs waiting in the middle of the street for buses. I've seen people with sticks trying to navigate where the edge of the curb is to wait for a bus. I've seen parents sitting on piles of rocks because that's the bus stop with their toddler. We can do better. Going back to housing for a moment, that is a topic that we hear a lot from a lot of different candidates. So what new ideas do you have to address that issue? I really will start with enforcement. Um, we can do a better job. There are people who maintain their property correctly and adequately, and then there are people who don't. So there might mean um, something like Councillor Hobbs' uh, uh, initiative around increasing inspections for folks who are not you know meeting the bar um, it may mean that we have to have more inspectors um, I think some other concepts are uh, will have to include some supports for homeowners who want to rehabilitate older buildings and older homes um, those are those are thoughts that are not exactly new but I don't think we talk about them very often. Um, so those are, that's, that's a couple of the ideas that I have. I think we have some initiatives going on right now in the third district that will help relieve some of it, but it's not enough. We have to set higher goals. When we talk to the people who are the housing advocates in the 
community, they tell us that we need to set higher goals when we want to build new housing. We have to have more numbers. Mm. Now, the third districting is, is very diverse. It includes Hillside, Downtown, and Park Point. There's yeah. a lot of economic disparity there, a lot of different goals for those communities. So how do you ensure as a counselor for that district that you're addressing the needs of such a wide range of people? You got to be in community. You got to keep it local. Those are the two keys. So I'm an avid door knocker. I've been engaged in many different campaigns over the years for other people. Um, I'm very comfortable with uh, knocking on strangers' doors, for instance, and having conversations and hearing what people are concerned about. Um, and you're correct. It is very varied in the third district, um, geographically <laughs> as <Yeah>. well. <laughs> Um, and the concern, you know, primary concern for folks on Park Point, for instance, right now really is um, the loss of the erosion loss from the lake and the high water levels. What I will tell you, though, is that's a concern for the entire city. We have to address the erosion and the water levels. I don't have a specific solution right now. I know there are community members on Park Point who are going to begin meeting, in fact, I think this week, um, to start discussing both studies and resolutions, and I think we have to take it seriously. I know Mayor uh, uh, Larson has looked at trying to get some disaster funds to address the, the lake walk, but it's, it, we, we need to take that very seriously, and it will impact the entire district and the entire city. So, yeah. And before we go, you do have opponents coming up in the primary, so what would you say to voters who are trying to weigh who they should vote for? Um, give me a call. <laughs> I, leave, I leave my phone number. I am very approachable. I care about people and I care about what's important to the people of the third district. I care about this community and that's why I'm running. Okay, Teresa O'Halloran Johnson, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We're joined now by Roz Randolph, who's running for the third district city council seat. Again, that's currently held by M. Westerlund, who is not seeking re-election. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. So tell me about yourself and why you're running for council. Yeah, well, my name is Roz Randorf. I'm running for District 3 City Council. I've been in the business industry for over 30 years. It's my time now to give back. I really think I can make a difference, bring some new perspectives, and bring really that business perspective of knowing, uh, uh, you know, when things work, when things don't. So that real, that real healthy perspective. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is your first time running for a city council seat. So what made you want to get involved in local politics? Yeah, well, you know, like I said, 30 years uh, in the business world, and I thought it, time to give back and uh, just looked at my skill set. Uh, people were tapping me on the shoulder and saying, you know, Roz, have you ever considered this? And I thought, no, I never had. But I'm really glad I did. You know, I, I, like I was saying on the break, I really think everyone should... Um, understand how the city works, really navigate how you listen to people, how you bring diverse perspectives in to be able to make decisions. It's quite fascinating and uh, I'm really glad I did it. What do you think in your skill set that you gain from being in business will help you be successful mm. as a counselor? Yeah, knowing one of our big problems I think is we need to bring more industry, more healthy uh, living wage jobs here to Duluth. That's going to solve a lot of our problems. I mean when you look at it we have housing issues, we have 88 million dollars in our general fund. We need to grow that. And the one way to do it, instead of raising our property taxes, right, is to bring more industry here. And it has to be industry with, that, that pays well. Um, livable wage jobs will help people rise out of um, homelessness, will help them uh, be able to pay their rent. A lot of people are a flat tire or a illness away from, uh, from being evicted. 
And so we need to get these folks more jobs, more good jobs. So that business perspective helps me to, to drive that. Mm -hmm. How do you practically do that, though? Because it's easy to say, well, we want to attract investment, yeah. but it's yeah. another thing to actually do it. So Absolutely. how, what is your plan yeah. to actually do it? So the plan is we already have some things in place. We have Apex. And Apex exists to help uh, attract and bring good industry. We have our working seaport. I mean, think of it. We have ships. We have rail. We have truck. Um, we have all of the, uh, almost all of the infrastructure needed to bring good jobs in. We all need to lean in together and, uh, and help folks like Deb DeLuca uh, from the Seaway Port Authority and Brian Hansen with Apex and continue to, when they're bringing businesses in and they're kicking the tires and they decide not to build in Duluth, we need to find out why and fix it. Let's all lean in and help that out. What, what do we need to do? We know we have industrial land, vacant land that's ripe for new business. Let's, uh, let's all lean in and bring that in. What other issues do you see as being the biggest ones facing the community today? Yeah, well, you hear it a lot, and I hear it on all the doors that I knock on. We need streets that we can drive on, sidewalks we can walk on, and clean water to drink. Those are key. Um, and so we need to make good decisions that help support that. We're going to be, we've got $10 million now that's coming to help us uh, fix our streets. We need to be real transparent in how we're spending that. People should know, I'm on this street, when is my street getting fixed? When am I next? And those are the things that I'm hearing when I knock on all the doors. We have 10,000 people in District 3. Um, 800 of those folks vote in the primary. And when you talk to all those folks, yeah, they want their street fixed. Do you think more people should vote in the primary? Absolutely. That's not <laughs> Are you in District 3? I am. Get out and vote. <laughs> yes, we need people voting. Uh, District 3 encompasses a lot of different areas. Yeah. We were talking earlier. It's Hillside, it's yes. downtown, it's yeah. Park Point, and they right. have a lot of different concerns. So how do you make sure that you are addressing all of the different concerns from such a diverse district? Listening to the people is key. And uh, vast majority of the folks that I'm talking to, right now clean water is second to streets is a clean water is what they want. Um, we have to make sure that um, our water is drinkable. We have our beautiful Lake Superior that's in District 3 and it encompasses, when I mean, you were in the, the Lake Superior watershed. Uh, we have to protect that and make sure we're making good decisions to protect that. It's our future, not only for tourism, but for business, um, for our life. And so um, that is, uh, I, I tell you, three out of every, every uh, four doors I knock on, they're talking about clean water. How do you do that, though? You spoke earlier about bringing in new industry mm. and that kind of thing, which mm -hmm. sometimes can come at the cost of environmental concerns. Right, so right. how do you balance those two initiatives? We can do it in a clean way. I mean, when you think about it, and when you look at some of the key business industries, aviation, timber industry, transportation, warehouse and storage, those are all some of our sweet spots. When you look at some of the research that our seaport is doing, um, those are good, clean industries that bring livable wage jobs into the market. That's what we need. Well, I mean, I'm going to push you on that, though, because yeah. aviation contributes, is one of the big contributors to climate change, and one of the solutions has been said to plant more trees, and so mm. timber kind of goes against that. So how do you marry those, the need for growth and sustainability in those, along with protecting yeah. the environment? Thanks for asking that question. I'm a St. Louis County Master Gardener, so yeah, trees are my business. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, harvesting trees, planting new, that is the history of the northern Minnesota. And so, yes, you can do it in, um, in ecologically uh, smart ways. Uh, and again, uh, when you talk to our folks in the, in the Seaport Authority, um, Deb DeLuca is, has her finger on the pulse of bringing in businesses that are um, uh, ecologically smart and clean and good for us. Not all businesses mean bad. Business is good. Um, livable wage jobs are good. Not everything has to be um, bring in this and this happens. So I think we can do it in a smart way.
What do you see as some of the things that are going well for the city, some mm. things you might want to continue? Really excited about the money coming for the streets, right? Um, that's huge. Um, this last session uh, uh, really brought in some, Duluth had some excellent wins, and we're going to see that over the next few years. Uh, we will see marked improvement in our, uh, in, our, in our way we can drive our streets in our town. That's going to be huge for us. It's going to be um, uh, much better when tourists come. It'll be great for our businesses. It's great for our residents. Um, and so I think that's a super positive thing that's happened over the last few months. What would you like voters out there to know about you as they are kind of weighing their options ahead yes. of the primary? Yeah, I want them to know I'm a hard worker and I'm responsive. When you email me or call me, you're going to get action. Um, I'm going to uh, research it. I cut through the clutter. I can get to the heart of the matter, and I'm going to help uh, the citizens connect their voice to what happens in the city. Okay. Roz Randorf, thanks again for being with us Thanks this for morning. having me. And that's all the time we have this week for Beyond the Headlines. I'm Bonnie Bowman, in for Dan Wolf. He'll be back next week as we continue our discussion with city council candidates ahead of the primary election on August 13th. On the next show, you'll hear from candidates Gary Anderson, Becky Hall, Jeannie Konezny, and Henry Banks. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.